welcome to the Emerald Perspective where we swear we ain't jetted. This is Mike. This is LJ. <laughs> and this is Stu. Yo, welcome to the Emerald Perspective. Excited for this new episode. Um, but I actually asked the brothers um, before we started, I was like, hey man, let's just take a moment of silence today. We all got news that Apple is discontinuing after 20 years the iPod. So let's just take a couple seconds. And we're done. Thank you, <laughs> Apple. Everyone has an iPod now. It's well, called an iPhone. Well, like, well, Mike, let's talk about it. So, like, what was your LG? Let's start with you. What was your first like um, Apple iPod that you were given? The shuffle. I got it for my 13th birthday. What about you, Mike? That little white stick one. Yeah. yeah. Where was it used for to the be skateboarders, and it, came, and it came with a lanyard. It, <laughs> yeah, at the time it was about the size and weight of a USB. A jewel. Yeah, jewel. Actually, yeah, exactly a little like bigger a than a jewel. A little I would bigger say. than a jewel, but yeah. same shape, same weight. Yeah. What about Easily you, lost. Uh, you know, I didn't have an iPod ever. <laughs> so, but I did have that MP3 player that looked like a tampon. Oh you yeah, know what I'm talking yeah. about. With I remember little, that little yeah. dingling on the end. Yeah, that I remember you can that. Skip, go back. Yeah, it was yeah. fire back in the day. Yeah, that was a clutch. Had like a hundred songs on it. It was fire. Back when headphones would always get tangled up, sharing your headphones back yeah. in the day. That's some sus behavior. But back then, we were like, "Let me listen, bro, so we can listen together." Yeah, right. And mine is just like LG. I'd be like, "No, dog." I think our our older brother got us both for our birthdays. Yeah. For uh, we got the iPod Shuffle, and um, my the first song. I don't know why Charlie put it on mine. But the first song that he put in and played it was "Song for Mama" by Boys to Men. Yeah, you know Charlie. Uh, Charlie put his whack ass playlist <laughs> on both of our iPod shuffles. Charlie, if you're listening to this, you know we get it. Your music's uh, timeless, but it's it's pretty dark. time is up. Yeah. Hey, I have to give him credit though because he did put Craig David on and then got put us on, and Craig David was fire. Oh, Craig David was dope. That's the and best song so he ever showed us. But I just remember putting on my iPod and I just hear this like. Uh, like, mama, mama, always love you. I'm like, bro. Like, you don't, we don't even have the same mama. <laughs> <laughs> Burn. Anyways, well, a good segue. Uh, this Sunday, we <laughs> celebrated Mother's Day. Come on. Shout, <laughs> out, to, shout out to all the moms. Uh, yeah, what did uh, you do, Mike? Uh, well, I got to spend time with my mother and my sister, who's also a mother. We went to her church and... My nephew and niece were dedicated to the Lord. Amen. Come I had to on. get on the stage. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you know me, I got to get right before I go in any <laughs> public setting. So I was higher than a kite. I thought I was going to start flying. Hey, yo. Like I was heaven. Like yeah. the angels. In the I was like, dang, I didn't want to be in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all looking at me. Yeah. I was like, damn. And then after that, we hit the buffet. Poly Polynesian style. Yeah. And there was a line out the door. Luckily, luckily this is a white people church, so they were very prompt and it was started at nine thirty, done by ten ten thirty ish. Yeah. And then we all hit the buffet, I opened eleven and was in there eating the food. It was cool. Yeah, it was fun. Uh good old times. What about yeah, you, man. Stu? What'd you do? You went so to church, um, right? Yeah, I went to church, but unfortunately I was exposed to someone with COVID. I have no symptoms, but the fuck? I got tested <laughs> yesterday. Got tested yesterday. And I texted my mom. I was like, hey, mom, like, bad news. I was exposed. Yada, yada, yada. I'm boosted. So, like, you know, I ain't that worried about it. Um, I Bro, we're sitting here with you right I now. Know, this is all news to me, guys. Wow. Breaking I'm news, fine. everybody. I want perspective. I'm like, it was only because it got exposed. I was never really near the person. We're going to have our own variant. The super spreader. Stuart no, Dennis. we're fine. I was barely near the person, and I mean anything's possible, right? So I was. If you believe, yeah. Yeah. Shut your mouth. 
think it's possible. Uh, I'm fine. I have no symptoms. I'm totally fine. Felt great. Felt amazing. But, um, yeah, so I texted my mom on Sunday. I was like, hey, like, I want to protect you and the family. I'm getting tested Monday. It's my gift to you. Um, so I'm ready for results. Other than that, I just, you know, texted my mom and then stayed home. And then started moving my stuff because I am moving to a different location. I live in a city called uh, Kent. Now I'll be moving to Black Diamond in the boonies. I'll be living in the forest. That's what Man. I did. What about you, Jay? Um, got mom flowers, some donuts, and then I made them breakfast and dinner. Uh, breakfast was French toast. Hey, come on. Best son in uh, the world. Biscuits and gravy, you know, bacon, the whole nine. And then for dinner, we did chicken ricotta. Dad's recipe, super bomb. Um, yeah, we just spent time together. And then she scheduled, like, a Zoom call for her new class, like, in the evening. So I'm sitting there like, damn, you're in school right now on Mother's Day Sunday. This is sad. There you go. But she was super excited about it. Just got her new laptop. So you went with her to Costco to get that laptop, No, right? I FaceTimed her. Okay, okay, yeah. So she has a new laptop, and so we are just like – And she's in love with that thing. Yeah, and we had to go get her uh, a mouse and all that stuff. So, yeah. yeah, pretty relaxed Mother's Day. She just wanted to stay home, so. Of course. Well, that sounds like a better Mother's Day than was had by Amber Small of Kentucky. <laughs> Who? Amber Small. So this Amber woman, Small. her son, for Mother's Day – this was on Sunday – he gave her an Xbox controller. Right, fire! What a son! What a great guy! What a G! She probably doesn't even play Xbox. Yeah, does she? And he was like, "Well, can I use the controller oh, I got I see you?" What's going on. And she was like, "No, dog! This is my present." And they got into an argument, and they start wailing on each other. So the mom leaves. Amber, the mom leaves, and she gets in her car. And as she's driving away, her son pulls out a rifle and shoots the car and hits her. Shot his mother. He shot his mother on Mother's Day. Oh my God. Wait, did she die? His name is uh, Jacob Small, and he's 22 years old. No, she did not die. Her, Actually, her uh, condition is unknown at this time. Wow. So, but uh, good luck, Mrs. Small. How do you live that down? I like, don't know. Jacob Small had a big impact for sure, though. He had a small beep beep. <laughs> <laughs> There's no amount of time that can pass that makes this okay. I don't know why I'm laughing. That's You terrible. shot your mom. And over an Xbox controller, bro. Like, is this Eric Cartman in Kentucky? What yeah, the hell? not only are you selfish, but now you're an asshole. You know Why didn't you just wait a few Imagine. more weeks? You had the funds to get an Xbox controller. And you're 22 years Time old. Time waits bro. for no man. Time waits. I gotta get it on the war zone. God, God man, I just I'm so, man. <laughs> shout out to Earl Pray. Giving a bad name to video gamers everywhere. Yeah, bro. Thoughts and prayers to Amber Heard. Oh, I almost called her Amber Heard. <laughs> yeah, what's no. up with the Ambers right Amber now? Amber Schmall. Man, it's just craziness. Amber Small. I can only, I can never imagine. I could never imagine ever even harming mom, ever. Like, I'm not trying to harm anybody like that, unless you, like, get me really fucking pissed off. But there's a line, there's a line. Yeah, I'm not going to do that to a lady. Yeah. Like, there's. I I would end myself if I ever harmed my mom. It's it's your mother. I don't think anybody's going to sit here and be like, well, I mean, besides. Besides. Mr. Small. Jacob Small. But nobody's going to be like, I'm going to (laughs) go fuck up my mom right now. Like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. He's going to get all the clout in jail. He's going to get his ass cheeks clapped. <laughs> you like to shoot your mom, boy? Right. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. Well, well to all the bombs out there. <laughs> maybe he was inspired. Uh, maybe he listened to Jack Harlow's album, and it was so bad that he was just like, I can't take this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what are, you, are you a Jack Harlow fan, though? Like, uh, I, I like Jack Harlow for a while. Um, compared to what he used to make, like, this is... His album that dropped, a lot of people didn't like it, but this is how he raps, and he's rapped like this the entire time. It's just he got popular, so 
there was some disappointment, but I liked it. I, I thought it was cool. There were some times where I was like, he kind of sounds like Kendrick here, and then kind of sounds like Drake here, and then he had Drake on a song. And then it's pretty fire. That's my question. Nice. Yeah, and then he sampled a Pharrell song and then had Pharrell on the next song, which I was like, damn. That's cool. Hmm. That's interesting. It'd be kind of cool if Fergie was on there, like, actually doing a first round. Yeah, yeah, the ladies push that guy's music. He's definitely a, a girl's rapper. Yeah. It's his fan base right there. He looks like he would get residual. Yeah, he probably would. <laughs> She'd say yes, too. Yeah, let me get the glizzo. Yeah, I mean, ju- I mean, the funny thing is, like, I look at Jack Harlow as, like, one of, the, like, that cool white kid back in the day who just just had a swagger to him. And he just, that like. played on the varsity basketball Played on the basketball, <laughs> ba- uh, varsity basketball team. But tall. also, yeah, he was also, like, he was also that kid that, like, saw, like, that, you know, that kid that wasn't, that was hanging by himself. And he would be, hey, what's up, man? Like, how you doing? Like, you just seemed like that kind of person. And, um. Damn, that's a. That's nah, a he just, to me, he seems like the Channing Tatum of your high school, you know? Yeah. Like, and you saw Coach Carter? Yeah, yeah. He was oh, the only white dude on the basketball team. That's what I meant. He's, like, the only cool white dude on the basketball team. Dude was a dork. He looked weird as fuck before he grew his beard. Yeah. Jack Harlow? Yeah, because he had his <laughs> hair long and greasy, and then he had no beard. So, it just, he looked like an albino Ninja Turtle. Is that his stage name, though? Or is that his real name? I don't know, but he's from Kentucky. Because that name, Jack Harlow, <laughs> <laughs> What? Okay. He's from Kentucky. Maybe he went to school as Mr. Small. Yeah, maybe he knows Mr. Small. <laughs> That's so messed up. And he's, Mr. Small is just mad. He's like, ah, I should have been famous too. <laughs> I wrote What's Poppin'. <laughs> but I think it's like, with Jack, that name, Jack, Jack Harlow, is just sounds just sounds super legit. Real name as like a rap name. I mean, I think he's okay. I think he's Flavor of the Month. He'll go yeah. away. Yeah, he'll, if he's like a star, he'll yeah. shine bright and burn out. Well, I mean, it's just like it's like when you think of the tiers of rappers. I mean, like for me, rappers that I look up to and I've I loved their music is, you know, you got Juicy Drake, you got Lil Wayne, you got J Cole, and even now we got Kendrick. I mean, not now, but J- Kendrick Lamar just came out with that music video. Um, so it's kind of hard to balance. Like, like where do I stand? Where does Jack Harlow stand with the with the tier gods of rap? Right, like that I've put in that category. Um, I don't think he's in a tier yet. No, I'm just. That's depends what on how long that's he what stays saying, around. And yeah, like, yeah. I'm not saying a tier, but I'm just saying for him. I'm like just I've only known who Jack Harlow is for like a year, even. <sighs> Probably six months for me. I saw him like last year at some point. I've been aware of Jack for a couple years. Yeah. Jack Harlow does that song like, oh, so it's like, what's popping? Brand new whip just yeah. hopping, right? Yeah. That's the first time I ever heard of Jack Harlow, which was like six months thing. ago. That was on two K, two K nineteen. Okay, yeah. that was probably why. Probably because of the Stockton line. Wait, that song's that old? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was like pandemic. I literally just heard it six months ago. <laughs> it was on 2K19 and 2K20. I was so pissed. Oh, wait, no, it was on, no, sorry. It was on 20 and 21 because we're on 2K22 now. Okay. They like, finally got rid of it. Like, yeah, he should change his flow, but I actually like his flow. Like, that, and especially in that song, like, I was like. He says funny things. I bop with that, you know what I'm saying? And he cracks at everybody. All the females on the red carpet, he cracked at all of them. Just like Oklahoma, smooth. Mine is coming sooner. Now speaking of uh, Kendrick Lamar, still brought it up. Yerp. That new music video, he uh, did a what do you call it? Deep fake. Deep fake of like five different famous celebrity black people. Michael is actually the one that showed us this video yeah. last night. Send it on the group text. What'd you think about it, Mike? I thought it was good. I like the bars that I was able to pick up on on the first time. I was like, damn, this guy's fucking spitting. And he's about to release an EP and. What I've learned about EPs is when an artist creates an EP, it's it's directed toward their biggest fans, and then they spend the most money 
to create the product for those biggest fans specifically. So I think Kendrick has a lot of big fans yeah. in America. And yeah. it was just interesting that it it was smooth. I would say that that technology, god damn, I was like. It was it was scary. It was scary. A couple of those images. I was like, god damn. Like, well, we went from OJ Simpson to Kanye to Jesse Smollett. I was, <laughs> not, I was not expecting that one. I'm not going to kill myself. <laughs> And then it was Will Smith and, and then Kobe. Kobe. And then Nip. And Nip, yeah. And the Kobe one Nip got me. That was one of the most iconic. The the craziest part was when he switched to Kanye. Even his body language and hand movements mirrored Kanye. I was sitting there looking. I was like, dude, this looks like I was like, like how Kobe do they Kanye. do that? Did they just put like a green screen, over, like a green mask on your face? And then. Um, I think what they do is like they'll like. <laughs> Put it like they'll mask it over your face, yeah. and they'll go in and edit it later. It's kind of what they do with a lot of the, like when um they de-age you, like similar type process. Yeah, because you know I'm weird, and I watch the uh, VFX artists talk about stuff on YouTube. Yeah, but yeah, they talk about like when Marvel like de-ages older actors. That's all they do is they like take their face and then they take a picture of when they were young, and they like overlay it, and then they just like. Establish right. key frames and yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can adjust it. Yeah, I uh, loved it. I mean, I think you guys both said it. I mean, it's it's a breath of fresh air, especially with hip hop. I mean, we can talk a little bit about it, but it's like, man, hip hop nowadays is rap. Is just like you got the Island Boys, you got NBA Young Boy, you got like Young Von, King Von, rest peace. You know, you just got like people like that, like that are like really big. Um, Lil Dirk, Lil Dirk. Like it's just it's like the rap at, at our young age of when we were in high school and college, like we had Drake, we had uh, Little Wayne, we had um, even Baby a little bit here and there. You had just all these juggernauts of the rap game at their primes and just seeing now. And so having Kendrick's music video was fire. Lyricist to the core. Um, when you were, who brought up the whole like actions of Kanye? I think it was you. Man, when he started doing Nipsey, like, cause they're both from California. So you just start seeing like his mannerisms or how he was rapping. It yeah. was, ooh, that got me. Ooh, especially with the nip part. Rest in peace, Nipsey. Nipple hustles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he was in the nip, um, I, I know Mike, he brought it up. He was trying to talk about when he would switch faces, he wanted to read the line that he switched on. And the only one I noticed overtly was when he switched to Kanye, he brought up like a bipolar line. And I was like, oh, damn. Dang. And then when he brought up nip, he brought up like family, yeah. wife, kids, stuff like that. Because when he passed, he left Lauren London and his family and stuff like that. But I mean, yeah. I think Kobe's was legacy. Yeah, so if you want to talk about tiers, like you brought up, like what tier they go in. I mean, Kendrick's like at the top right now, and he's been at the top for like four years. Four years, sure. Um, I don't know what his album sales are, but in terms of like just general respect and just uh, mastery of his craft, it's definitely got to be Kendrick. Yeah. I uh, just, I mean, Michael even said with the EP, like a lot of those true, like those who love true hip hop and see lyricism and all that stuff, they're really going to really revolve around that EP. So it's going to be exciting, man. I can't wait to hear it. I mean, I mean, we were talking even the comparisons with Kanye or not Kanye. Um, what's his name? Drake. And uh, the, what was the conversation? Cool. But what we were talking about, the conversation between all the rappers, like, yeah, Mike was just asking um, who's the best between the big three yeah. right there. Yeah. So, I mean, I think right now, as far as, mainstream pop rappers it's like drake kendrick and then j cole is like the top three right now um out of those three who do you guys who you guys rock with the most i'll say this i am a big j cole fan i know more j cole songs i do kendrick songs 
But whenever Kendrick performs, it's very hard to like change the channel, you know? Like, and when I start listening to what Kendrick's like music is about, I'm just like, oh my god, this guy's fucking amazing. But I don't know. I think Kendrick lyrically is so much, so much heart higher, but, uh, beyond everybody else. J Cole's up there for sure. But then Drake is more flavor of the month. Like everything he makes sounds really dope, but it's not gonna be like popping in like two three years, you know. But that's kind of how he likes it. Most number ones ever. That's why, because he just kind of follows the trends and he kind of makes music. This guy has a different accent every year. Yeah, you know. It's like whoever he's hanging out with, he just takes their accent. Yeah, like, like he talk, he take like right now, he always sounds like kind of Spanishy, and I think he takes that from the rapper Smiley. Gucci and Prada, they don't go together. Because that's how that guy talks. He yeah. really talks like that. He's just like yeah. a fat, dorky Hispanic for those, dude. Like, for the people that listen to our podcast, you guys know we love Drake. Like, we love his songs. <coughs> but he is definitely rides a wave. Like, whatever. Like, I remember a few years ago, it was all Caribbean-style, you know, instrumentals that people were doing. And Drake's whole album was, like, Caribbean-inspired music, you know? I don't know. It's just uh. I think be, you have to be able to write your own stuff too. And yeah, Drake is a collaborator. Yeah, he wins. He wins <coughs> by committee. He runs by committee. Yeah, he yeah. got a squad full of filthy dudes just hiding in the background. I mean, yeah. cooking up fire beats. Yeah, fire lyrics. I mean, I'm sure he has a lot of input, mm-hmm. like uh, on his Jack Harlow verse on his album. Like he alludes to wanting payback to push a T for uh, exposing his exposing son. Adonis. <laughs> He named a whole song. Adonis. Are you a dad beat that? Yeah, that was burnt. And then, but you know what? Ever since that song came out, now we know. Now Drake's like really doing it. Into the light. Bring your child into the light, Drake. Yeah, I wasn't trying he to, needs a tan. I to hide my world. I, I wasn't trying to protect the. Uh, I wasn't trying to hide the world from my. Uh, I wasn't trying kid. to hide the world from my son. I'm trying to hide the sun from my world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's okay. soldier boy. I know. It's like, bro, you got caught. It's okay, bro. You Go know who I thought would be still relevant? Who I was surprised fell off, like. The late 2010s was, or like early 2010s was Wale. Oh, I know. I thought, because I remember it was Wale, Kendrick, J. Cole, and Drake. Yeah. At the beginning of the like early, late 2000s, early 2010s. And I mean, Wale had, his album was fire. He was just inconsistent. Like Wale would come out, like you knew he had the talent, right? But he just never could string enough albums together to get put in that conversation. Then a few albums flop. And then well, I, could, I could tell you, he became a featured rapper. So like a yeah. lot of his features were like bar none, nasty features. But then when you become that, you don't have an identity of like what was your craftsmanship when it comes to your albums. And they were just not good. As, as you said, it wasn't who would consistent. you? Ad, okay, as an up and coming artist, who would you rather have a feature from? Drake, J Cole. Oh, Drake. Kanye, or I Kendrick. Would. Well, up I, and coming. Yeah, you have to do Drake. If right? you're playing the long game, then you pick a J Cole or a Kendrick. But if you need instant. Stardom, it has to be Drake. Yeah, Drake. Everything Drake touches turns to gold. Like and that's how Chris Brown was for a little bit. Like he was putting on a lot of like small time musicians that would just Dude, feature on his Chris tracks. Brown and Bow Wow, those motherfuckers yeah. made bangers. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he even tried to do that shit with P. Uh, what Pia Mia when yeah. she did the the J Bug remix. Nice and nice. Wasn't he remix? He, she just asked for it. And he, it. and he yeah. and he and he said yeah. And Chris Brown was in that joint. Dude, he got J Bug got a bag from that song, yeah. and yeah. still is to this day if it ever plays. So. But no, um, so me, I mean, I would pick Drake just because I'm me. I'm biased. I, I was a Drake fan. I even got LJ into Drake. When we Drake were would probably just take one of your verses and rap that. Yeah. That's what he did and on uh, like Tuesday. The weekend. Dave. Yeah, but uh, I only say that because I'm only talking about, and LJ will 
can like attest to this, but like I'm a huge old Drake. So like new Drake, I'm actually not the biggest fan of right now. Yeah, we talked about um, this before. Old Drake is yeah. just me, man. That's why, and he that's when he write his own stuff. He had no squad. He had to do it on his own. Yeah, Stu was listening to Drake before the iPod came out. Yeah, yep. literally. <laughs> and so uh, full circle right there. You know, October's very own. You're never so far gone. My two favorite mixtapes. But anyways, um, but then again, when it comes to like Kendrick Lamar, like lyricism wise, yeah, Kendrick is. I feel like Far if you had like Kendrick on your ver- like on the song, he would expect you to drop some fire. Like, yeah. I feel like that he song would last back. longer. It wouldn't have as much immediate success, like we're saying, like a Drake track would. But I just feel like that track would last longer. Like people would be listening to that in four or five years, and the Drake song would just be over. Yeah, over and done. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, shit, you just need some money. Yeah, right now, fuck yeah. You get a cool ten million off that Drake song. Yeah, hundred grand up front. Fuck yeah, go buy my mom a house, a car. Speaking of man, like I mean, this is like he's definitely nowhere near this tier. But I think about people like Russ, right? That's the reason even introducing Russ to you back in like eight years ago, and um, he's just doing a tour now, and he had like he sold out um the Red Rock. I think it's like the amphitheater, amphitheater in, Col- in Colorado. Colorado. Ten thousand people. Each ticket's $45, $50 plus. Mm-hmm. Easily 450 grand out for one show. It's like, man. Yeah, but he's not getting all that. You gotta make no, but you got to pay. But it's still the fact that you can even lure people to sell out your show. Because, again, who makes the money is like, or who brings in the money is the artist. I still remember going to see uh, Chop Russ Suey. at Chop Suey. I don't know if Mike was with us when we went to see Russ at Chop Suey. No, I was there when... We went to go see him somewhere, but I don't know if it was Chop uh, No, no, no. Soda. Soda, yeah. yeah. We've seen him twice. So yeah, I just want to say this real quick. Russ, we've listened to you for a long time. We remember you when you came up to Chop Suey. And you only had 2,000 followers on Instagram. And it was like, I think the venue only had like 100 people, max occupancy. He packed it out, though. I mean, yeah. It's easy. That room's small. But it's just crazy. Like, Glendale did, too, though. Glendale did, That, that is true. But yeah, so seeing where, uh, yeah, Glendale, listen to this, man. But uh, just seeing him. Perform at Chop Suey in downtown Seattle, which is a small bar. And a dog bar. It's a small bar. And, like, seeing him sell out in every level, because, like we said, we saw him at Chop Suey. We saw him at Soda, which is, like, twice the size of Chop Suey. Now he's doing amphitheaters. Amphitheaters and Wamu Theater now. I think it's interesting for him, though, because he's an independent artist, and he stayed independent. Like, they tried to Well, he was with Columbia for a little bit. Oh, really? He he partnered with them, though. I know. That was crazy. That was different. He partnered with them. He... And now he, he wasn't signed to them. Yeah, it's like now he's signed. He has his own record label now. It's Daimon and signed that girl that he did that track with. Yeah, super dope. It's crazy. Great. In her hometown. And it's just this is what, like the thing about the music industry now is that it is easier to get into the music industry now than it ever was before, but the music got worse. Yeah, about, you know what I mean. It's just really interesting, you know. And you would feel like all these people that are just, like, dope. Because there's a lot of good musicians out there. Mike finds a lot of guys, like, on the underground, overseas, whatever. Yeah. There's a lot of good musicians out there. But for some reason, we never see them, you know? Even though anybody can get on their computer, post their fucking music, and drop it on Instagram, TikTok. You yeah, know? it's all about getting traction. Yeah. Stop. So TikTok, honestly, let's be real. That's where you make your music that's what fucking I was pop. Exactly. Just to co-sign with Mike, it's... Any artist out there, if you listen to this, yo, like, the biggest thing is people always try to put it on Spotify, iTunes, all that first. No, like, get it viral, put it on Spotify, uh, put it, like, as an MP3 first, put it out on TikTok, let it just rain, and then start putting it on your platform, then promoting your platform. Lil Nas X style. Shoot. Like, that's why Russ blew up again, because remember, he went to a went through a lull for a, wit, for a minute. His yeah. album sales weren't as great. Yeah, he dropped the album. It wasn't that popping, but then that, the... the 
I know I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. But this money make me handsome. He just made hella videos to it. And then other people were like, okay, this is actually a banger. I'm going to make a video to it too. And every time that little tiny 15 seconds gets played, it counts. Count it. I might, I might be, I might be over talking on this, but I think we have to thank Sadie. You know that girl Sadie on the one. I don't wanna be twenty. Oh yeah. I think it was her who like kind of like where it blew up where she did the open verse challenges because like hers is definitely the most famous, but it's lots of people do. He opened it up to do open. No, but what I'm saying is like, like I think was the one that blew up. She probably wasn't the originator of it, but for sure that challenge in itself. Like created that because then after that the Russ one. Well, came it, it started trending a yeah. lot. So you saw a lot of artists after she did hers. A lot of artists do open verses now. Yeah. And I follow so many because you see the same people doing open verses for everybody. And yeah. so I'll go in there and I'll be like, oh, is my boy in here? Oh yeah, he did it last week or yesterday or something like that. So yeah, I mean, it's super dope. It's super dope to be a musician right now. Yeah. Um, and T Pain, you know, he's head of Twitch's music side. Oh Dude. yeah. Uh, and oh. he. Like, he makes it his job to, like, find one dope artist every time he logs into the Twitch. Yeah. And that's awesome. Yeah, dude. Like, so many people. I see so many videos of, like, T-Pain just liked my shit. Yeah. It was awesome. I love T-Pain so much. Yeah, there's this uh, one girl on social media, and she'll just go live and just ask people to drop their music. And she's got, like, 1.3, 1.4 million followers. And if she likes the song, she'll let it play. And if she yeah. really likes the song, she'll play their whole album or their yeah. whole project. I'm, ev- yeah, I'm, I'm actually dope. very close of transitioning into a woman to TikTok. <laughs> to like, cause man, Happy Mother's Day, it's been cool, right? Oh my lord. Anyways, uh, no, nah, because like, dude, just seeing just like the traction, like with TikTok and all that stuff with music. I've been watching a lot of open verses and stuff like that. It's been really cool to watch, and so yeah, it's Instagram is becoming it's more. It's very like easy to get <laughs> your name out there, to get seen. Like, even Russ was commenting it on. Like, TikTok is amazing for up-and-coming artists. Yeah. Because, like, wow, you just – you're on Russ's feed, and he can, like, take a look and decide, oh. He even found a I beat. rock with it or not? He found a, a, a sample, a beat from a guy, from an engineer who was playing a guitar riff. And he was like, hey, producers, rappers, make a song to this. And he made it. Reached out to him. It's like, hey, like, let's deal with details. Like, I'm going to make them put this on my album. Hmm. So get your stuff out there, man. Get your stuff out there. Mike, do we have a seamless transition right now? Mike, do we have a uh, this or that for this week? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Um, a this or that. Would you rather? I guess this or that is really would you rather. Yeah, they're like two separate games, but we're kind of. They're the same. Put them together. It's this or that. This, the Mari show. That, the Jerry Springer show. Ooh. Where do you want to be sitting? I would do the Jerry Springer just because. Oh, you want to be sitting. Yeah, like you're on the show. Oh, oh, oh. So yeah, I would like to be on the Jersey Springer show just just because it's just super act, super like so much drama. You don't know what's gonna happen, and the crowd are gonna be bonkers. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Every, every episode I've seen has just been hilarious. Yeah, right? I think I changed my answer. I'd rather be on the Jerry Springer show. Yeah, because we talked about this beforehand. There are no rules. You picked Maury. Yeah. Yeah, I well, picked Maury. I think I picked Maury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the lighting. Because it's, it's like <laughs> Maury is just like super serious, bro. It's like. Super serious and like actual life stuff. Sort of, but the freaking um, like monologues that the people are on, those are fucking hilarious. Yeah, no, no, but I'm saying like because it's a lot of the paternity stuff, right? It's like, what's yeah. up? My name's Linda. I'm 16, and I don't, and I fuck my uncle. She's like, so like, whoa, what did she say? <laughs> it's like, I want him to get me pregnant, keep it in the family. Like, oh whoa. God. Would you guys rather do Oprah or Dr. Phil? 
Oprah. Oprah. I'm trying to get some free shit, bro. Yeah, Oprah. I don't want to say catch me outside. How about that? We'll show up on Oprah and be like, you get a car and you get a car. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, man. Now. Give me that Hyundai. Oprah or Ellen show? I would probably be on Ellen show. Fuck Ellen. Hey, yo. Ellen, she, her she show sucks. got canceled. Oh, what happened? She's done. Yeah, because she's like, I guess she's hella rude to guests. And like oh, never stuff. mind then. Oprah. Yeah, I forgot. I heard her about crew that. is all not being taken care yeah, of. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know she got canceled. She got canceled. Her. Not I mean, like, she's been on TV for like 20 fucking years. Yeah. yeah. She's Dory, bro. She like, she got her back. She's all right. Maybe <laughs> she's just tired of cracking baby spines for the adrenochrome. Oh, Jesus. That was a solid uh, conspiracy theory. Yeah. Because during the pandemic, when she like posted her apology video, she looked hurt. She hurt, looked beat yeah. up. And everybody Hell was like, she's me. not on that adrenochrome no more. <laughs> like, oh. Send over babies, please. Sheesh. But yeah, a lot of guests. Obviously not Justin Bieber, because he's been on the show like 50 fucking times. He loves Ellen. Yeah. He is Ellen. Well, how about this? How about those? Uh, the Office or Parks and Rec? I never watched Parks and Rec, so I'll say The Office. Okay. Uh, hmm. I think Parks and Rec would be more fun. I don't want to work for a paper company. That sounds hella lame. <laughs> I don't care if Michael Scott's my boss. Because in real life, if Michael Scott's your boss, you're fucking pissed. You're Stanley. Everybody yeah. is really Stanley. Like, yes, absolutely. I fucking clock in and deal with everyone's bullshit, and then I clock out. And then anytime someone tries to make more bullshit, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Which, well, let's just say if Michael Scott was ever a character or a person in real life, in real corporate America, he would be fired like the first one hour of his job. HR. <laughs> HR. Yeah, HR was different back then. Yeah, bro. This guy out here just That's what she said. breaking all the rules. Rules. <laughs> yeah, that show makes me uncomfortable all the time. I'm yeah. Like, Damn. Because we all know somebody who's kind of like That's that. That's what she said. It's just I, like, I don't have these experiences that are occurring on the show. That, that show and like even Friends too, like what world is this happening in? Because I mean, Friends, honestly, I have a lot of feelings about Friends because it's kind of like a rip off of Living Color. And Duh. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Friends is mid. Friends is super mid, Fri- man. Friends is definitely mid. And I remember growing up when we were little kids, like mom would watch that damn show every night. That or Golden Girls. Golden Girls. The best part of that show is the song. See, no one told me life was going to be this way. Uh-huh. <laughs> that part. That sounds fire, actually. And then, you know, Joey's funny. Joey's funny. Joey's, Joey's probably the best character. Joey and Phoebe, which no one really talks about, I feel like. Love Phoebe. But, like, the other four, they suck. They're trash. The I couples. mean, when I watched it back, like, as an adult, because I, like, randomly here and there watched the show, I realized, like, Rachel and Ross, their entire character arc is each other. Yeah. Like, I don't know how long that damn show ran for, but pretty mm-hmm. much when she comes into the show and they have their little, like, romance little thing, they freaking played with fans. I was like, damn, this is hell manipulative. And like, then he had a baby with another lady, and then she yeah. became a lesbian. Like, my mom watched every episode, so I, therefore, watched almost every episode. I will say this, though, about Ross, is that I never noticed until, obviously, social media came out, but Ross randomly would wear a different pair of J's, like, every seven, I eight episodes. I did not know that. That's just Watch, go in Schwimmer. there. Go in there, because I saw this meme about it, and it had, like, 10, 11 different pictures of his J's, and he would just randomly wear a different pair of J's to the show. That's dope. But, but there like, was like, Rachel was like a coffee lady, right? Yeah. I don't really remember. What she Rachel was. Did. She she originally started as working in the coffee. Like her family was rich, but she was working in the coffee shop or whatever that they yeah, all because sat she, at. Yeah, because she in the, the first velvet episode, foam is that what you said? Yeah. The first episode is know. her. She was escaping her marriage, 
and her wedding, and so she oh, ran right. and came yeah, into yeah. the coffee shop, and then that's how they. And then as co- like episodes came back, she got a job there. Yeah, and then you know Chandler, his quips were all right. Yeah, he's kind of funny, but he was all right. It was just Joey, man. Yeah. Joey set him up. Yeah, Chandler, but that actor was going through a lot of like drug problems at the time a too, lot. like thyroid issues. Yeah. So you saw him got fat. You started seeing yeah. him getting like skinny, super skinny. And then Monica is like forgettable. Demi Moore. She tried real hard. That's not Demi Moore. It's Wait, what's uh, her name? Arquette. Yeah. Court, yeah. Yeah, no, Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. Cox. Yeah, sorry, not she yeah, married David Arquette yeah, back yeah, in yeah, the yeah. day. Yeah, sorry, Courtney Cox. My Remember bad. they had that movie Eight Legged Freaks with the big old spider? Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I totally forgot about that, that movie. I feel so bad for all the friends. I literally was like, wait, yeah. Not and it's crazy. Courtney Cox. Because the most forgettable actor in that cast, like Jennifer Aniston, had the biggest movie star career out of everybody else. Yep. Which is pretty wild. And I pretty much like I'm not like a Jennifer Aniston fan, but the, I haven't really seen anything that I was like, oh, she's bad in that. Like, I, there's a lot of her movies that I like. She's just like a tan white girl. I think that's her appeal. Yeah, she's just tan. She's tan. I mean, she's beautiful. She's pretty. She's pretty. She is beautiful. Uh, yeah, but she kind of looked like a mom the whole time. She sounded like a mom too. Yeah, so. oh. she definitely <laughs> seemed like a mom. According to Pornhub, uh, Washington's most searched porn is stepmom. So. Jennifer Aniston might be up in there. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston lookalike gets pounded by BBC. Low key, oh. she has a she has a pretty dope uh, comedy catalog. POV. Jennifer really? Aniston, like in her comedy movies, yeah, pretty good catalog. Like the movie she made, Adam Sandler, <coughs> Bruce Almighty, Groundhog yeah. Day. She wasn't in Bruce Almighty. She wasn't Bruce Almighty. Yeah, she was. Her. She was. Bruce Cause remember. Oh. He did the oh, the, she's the main girl. She's That's the main right. girl. Oh, she's I'm the so wife. Sorry. And you're he right, like right. put the clothes off. <laughs> sorry, because yeah, yeah, there yeah. was another one called Evan Almighty, which is Steve Carell. You're right, which you're right. is never mind. It's Bruce Almighty. I'm so sorry. You're right. You know that movie, Evan Almighty, was supposed to be like its own separate thing, like different entire movie, like a different arc. Instead yeah, of and then the the movie studio bought that rights to that movie. Yeah, and then they were like, "All right, we're gonna make a sequel," but then Jim Carrey was like, "No, I don't want to do that." So they're like, all right, we'll just get the other guy. Since <laughs> yeah. up and comer, Steve Carell. Who's this guy? I don't even I know. I love Steve Carell. Steve Carell and Will Ferrell are like my, and Jim Carrey are all three of my favorite com- comedic, comical actors. Like those. Okay, are well, let's go through this then. What's your favorite? Let's go top three comedy movies. We'll start with Mike. Oh, shit. Damn. Uh, top three comedy movies. Um, no particular order. I'm going to say Pineapple Express. Um,. Probably. I can't think of what. I don't like do well with favorites. Yeah, I hear you. But uh, anyone else got a favorite got comedy movie? I got, I got, in no particular order, I had Step Brothers, um, 40-Year-Old Virgin, and I got a third one. Give me a second. I like dodgeball. I think dodgeball, dodgeball was really was good. funny. He took mine. Um, number three would be. He slapped that thing. Anchorman. Anchorman. Okay. Mike took one of mine, which is dodgeball. I hear quote that whole fucking movie. Um, Talladega Nights. I can also quote that whole fucking movie. 
and Fifty First Dates, which is more like a rom-com, but it's Adam Sandler, so I'm going to put that in, lean in more comedy. Okay, I think I add my third one, Pineapple Express, Dodgeball, and The Waterboy. Waterboy's great. The Waterboy, I can quote that whole movie. I think it's so funny. Yes, you can. That's funny. It was because, like, for 40-year-old version, it was funny because that scene where, I forgot the brother's name was, but his girlfriend comes in, and because they just got done speed dating and got the girl's number, he's like, is this your girl? And was like, yeah, mom, yeah, that's my girl. And you called her your hoe for, for show? And he's like, she was a hoe for, for show. Sure. <laughs> oh, it's super yeah. funny. I love that movie, man. Yeah, that, you know, for the first dates, I'll say uh, it's in Hawaii. So that's dope. And then I just, you know. Bias. I'm just kidding. What's his name? Uh, the side actor. St- or ben, not Ben Stiller. Um, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. The guy who played the Hawaiian guy, yeah, hot chick, uh, Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider, hot chick was good. Oh, and um, oh. what's the other Deuce one? Deuce Bigelow. Deuce Bigelow was good, but also the uh, white chicks. Can't forget. Oh, he's can't not in white chicks. No, I'm just saying that's that's a good comedy oh, movie. Oh, white yeah, chicks was yeah. hilarious. The, the Wayans Brothers. Yeah, and Friday, the Friday series. Yeah. Those are, those are but with uh, what's it, Rob Schneider? The dopest part about that is he like full on method acted that movie. Yeah. So he took on. The local Hawaiian guy, but he was acting like that off camera, and so like when they would do interviews with the cast, he would stay in character. <laughs> so <laughs> he's hilarious. if you guys go on YouTube and watch his interviews like on set, he's like sitting there, he's like, "Yeah, I call him Hanale. Yeah, he don't know what that means," and he's just fucking going. I'm like, "Damn, I got like eight uncles that sound just like, like you, that. bro." <laughs> it's just so fucking funny. Do you think you know like some people they say, "Oh, why didn't they just hire a Hawaiian person?" Uh-huh. I don't think we really heard that back in the. The time, right? Not at the time. No, I mean, but like now, someone now would say definitely. that. Definitely. But it's like, isn't that acting? Isn't like the whole That's point? I don't know, man. I don't know. Like it's with like that and like Tropic Thunder. It's like a it's a comedy thing though. That it's yeah. a comedy movie. Like it's I am Sam. Why didn't they hire somebody who's more special ed? I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Yikes! But see, people do have problems with that today with actors, like playing a role where they have to be special, ed, like you know, yeah, special ed, and mentally disabled. Mentally. Disabled, challenged, whatever. Yeah. And the problem with that is, how are you gonna get somebody like that to read the lines and act the part? You know, like I know yeah, they're not dirty. trained. Like unless yeah. you like were tr- like at a young age, you're like, I want to be yeah the greatest mentally yeah. disabled actor there ever was. Yeah. And then it's kind of tough. Yeah. Either just don't make just the damn. I movie. feel like well, half the time they're just trying to fucking survive the whole life, the regular yeah. life. They they brought this argument up um with the good doctor. Yeah, because he's autistic. Yeah. And people are complaining because they're like, oh, he's sensationalizing people's disability. And I'm like, it's a show. Like, he's yeah. acting. Is that the like kid, the guy that, like, the, the kid had a laceration and he, like, yeah. yeah. Dude, that, the show actor, that show was fire. Yeah, the actor from, was it Bates Motel? Yeah. Yeah. But you know what What movie, man, that was a powerful movie of a guy who, ha- who has a mental disability is I Am Sam. Yeah, Mike just brought it up. Is that what you just said? Yeah, <laughs> I am so sorry. I I swear. I didn't, say, I didn't say it was like a great movie. I was just saying, well, why didn't they have? Why didn't somebody say it back then? Oh yeah. Now no, I will I, say this. He did a good job in that movie. Yeah, Very I will say this. Job. Like when it comes to like race, right? That's my bad. I missed that. Yeah, when it comes to race, if it's essential to the character, right? Like if it's uh like a specifically a biopic of a Hispanic person, yeah. you can't go hire Tom Cruise to play the actor. You know. 
Tropic Thunder was a I get it, it was a comedy, but that was a little like it was edgy. That was sure. that was the joke. That was the that joke. Was the That's joke. part of the joke. Yeah, it's I know. like this guy is, is a up. method actor, yeah. just like fucking Rob Schneider. Yeah. And the, for some reason the freaking the casting people were like, We choose you to play a black guy and the joke was deep. That's what Mike's saying. The joke was deep. It, the like one layer was that this is fucked up that people are playing in blackface. Like this is why this is messed up. And they, but they played it for laughs, right? And number two was that white people take all these roles from like black actors, right? Yeah. So like it's like Mike saying instead of going and getting a black actor, hey, let's hire this white dude to pretend he's a black. Actor, well, it was know? funny too in the movie because like he when he interacted with the brother on that, he was just like, so yeah, then you stop talking we people. And the guy goes like, what do you mean we people? Looking at him, <laughs> you people. He's, he's like, no, I'm in character, dog. He's like, no. He goes. What do you mean, you people? He's like, no. What do you, you mean, mean, you people? people. <laughs> <laughs> he starts talking. His little pet is um, Robert Downey Jr. Amazing. But he starts doing his little pep talk, and it was the theme song to the Jeffersons. And yeah. so the guy looks at him, that's the theme song to the Jeffersons. Now He's the like, world don't move. <laughs> no, 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 it's like, hey, just because the theme song don't mean it not true. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. But yeah, like that movie could never come out today. No. Not Absolutely even close. Not. Like, it has to be some over-the-top Will like Ferrell movie. Where everybody like this could happen to any of us. You it know, has to be able to come out in China. <laughs> That's true. That's a big market. If it can't come out in China, it's not gonna come out, guys. I mean, it's the same reason why Marvel can't come out with Mephisto because Mephisto is like a demon character, and they won't air that in China. They'll just say they just or say like that. anything gay. Yeah. Like. Or God forbid, even like DC having a black Green Lantern. Sheesh. I mean, they'd play that. Right. It just wouldn't be that popular. They, they would just <laughs> switch the hue to yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make him orange. No, but speaking of Marvel, <laughs> a, a movie came out for Marvel. Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. I did see it. Doctor Strange's mom. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> crazy. So what'd you think, man? Without giving any spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. No spoilers, okay, this guys. Is, uh, my spoiler-free review. I think that the movie was awesome. I thought the visuals were dope because Sam Raimi was the director. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Sam Raimi directed all of the original Spider-Man movies and a lot of 90s and uh, late 80s horror films. And that really comes out in this movie. So, like, if you're going in there expecting, like, your typical, you know, run-of-the-mill Marvel movie, it's got a lot of horror, like, tropes in it. And there's a, uh, some jump scares I get you. Like, I'm usually ready for those things. A couple of these things, goes, whoa, that was scary. Um, Wanda is unhinged the entire movie. Um I don't talk about this without giving any spoilers. Um, I won't say anything negative in case you guys haven't watched it because I want you guys to go watch it. But I graded it a solid 8 to 8.5. Pretty good movie. I put it on the same. Okay, you can spoil this. What was the after credit scene? Oh, so if you guys seen the original Spider-Man movies, you know Sam Raimi's friend. That's in every single Spider-Man movie. He's like the ticket guy mm-hmm. at the theater, and he tells Peter no. Like he's just – he's the – wrestling promoter in Spider-Man 1. You remember that guy? Mm-hmm. He's like, what's your name? He's like, the human spider. He's like, that name sucks. Oh, that's the guy who's in one of... The end credit scenes. No, he's in those movies you're talking about, the horror films, the Evil Dead. Yes, he's the main character. Yeah. But him and Sam Raimi are like best friends, so he puts him kind of like Adam Sandler does, right? He puts him in all of his movies. But that actor is plays a minor role, very minor, like a five-minute role in this movie, and he's also the end credit scene, which was... Fucking hilarious. You also get to meet the love interest of uh, Doctor Strange. In the end credits scene, yeah, yeah. but it's only like 10 seconds. She's fine. That's <laughs> played by Charlize Theron. Charlize, yeah, I was like, ooh. 
What's and a she's a multi-dimensional being, and she ends up in the comic books being Doctor Strange's love interest. Yes, I yep. um, Okay, so with that actor you guys talk about, I can't remember his name. If you guys, one of you guys want to Google it, but he has one role in the movie when Doctor Strange and America Chavez go to a different dimension, and he's a hot dog vendor on the sidewalk. And Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell, and he's a hot dog vendor. And America Chavez, she's been going to all these different universes, so she's like, in most realities, food is free. And she's like, for some reason, yours is one of the only ones where food's not free, and that's weird. So she goes up to this hot dog vendor and pulls the hot dog off, and he goes, you didn't pay for that. And then they start running, right? And he's just being a dick, so Doctor Strange looks at him, and he casts a spell, so he has to slap himself in the face for like three weeks. <laughs> he's, like, he's just like, when is this going to stop? He's like, ah, at about three weeks. And then they just leave. That the end credit scene, it's just him slapping himself in the face. <laughs> and he it finally stops, and he's like, oh, my God, you can leave now. And he looks <laughs> right at the camera and tells the audience, because we're all sitting here waiting for all these end credit scenes, but it was super funny. Is it the last one, or is it the it's first It's the very one? last one. That's hilarious, because there's two of them, right? Yeah. And so we're all sitting there looking at it, like, when's this? Because, you know, like us Marvel fans, we just sit there and wait at the end of, like, every fucking movie for the yeah. end credit scene. So it was a pretty funny way to subvert that. So with the with that, this is the only question I'm going to ask. And it, like, is there really good cameos in there? Just about every cameo that you thought was going to be in the movie was in the movie. However, their role in the movie might disappoint you. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'll say. Okay. I've seen like a fan-made uh, trailer for the Fantastic Four. Because uh, if you aren't on the internet, that's your fault. But Your fault. John John Krasinski is that his yeah. name? Jim Halpert is Jim uh, Halpert Where's is Mister Fantastic, right? So they had he looks good. They had him as Mister Fantastic, and then his as wife. as his yeah, I didn't I didn't I, I don't I didn't recognize the wife, but for the thing they had Jason Segal, and I was oh. like, oh shit, That's I like that. Pretty I interesting. really like that. And then for Johnny, they had uh. That one dude from Stranger Things with the yeah, long the hair. Yeah, the young kid. Yeah. And Power I was, Rangers. Yeah. And yeah I was yeah, like, yeah. that's tight. I was rock with that. Solid. But then I was like, what about the brown folks? <laughs> I know. If you want to mix it up. Yeah. But I saw an interesting one where they were like, you know, diversifying the cast. And they had, uh, what's his name? Devin Patel playing Mr. Fantastic. Oh, sick. So I thought that was pretty interesting. That looked cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were mixing it up with the, with the cast. But... We, we're ready for a good Fantastic Four movie because the original Fantastic Four is super dated. When you watch it again today, it just looks really Damn, corny. Damn, they rushed this movie. Yeah, it looks really corny. Um, you talking about the first one sense. or the second one with the Michael first B. Jordan? The first original one. That one we're not even going to talk about because the one that Michael B. Jordan was Human Torch and the re- wh- whoever the fuck the The actors were perfect besides Jessica Alba for the first one. For the first that's one? My, that's my hot take. No, the first one, I thought they casted well for the f- original Fantastic Four. Their story was hot dumb. Yeah, just the movie sucked. Hot take, you know who I would have replaced Jessica Alba with? Who? Eva Mendez. At the time? Like the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, because you can't edge up one of the characters and the rest of them are all like Wonder Bread ass people. Yeah. What are you talking about? Freaking, like, for Mr. Fantastic was a perfect p- choice. What's the guy's name? No, I'm saying it just would look weird because they're all like prep school looking people and then you stick not Johnny what are you talking about Johnny was like a badass at the time F boy like he looked like a frat boy Chris Evans yeah he looked like a Chad he looked like a frat boy that played lacrosse I think I think think she would have brought more fire than Jessica Alba that's just my opinion 
But I like um, the picks for like the fan cast for the new Fantastic Four because we already got John Krasinski, and that was like willed perfect. into casting yeah, by the perfect. fans. Fans did that, and they wanted Emily Blunt, his wife, to play Sue Storm. I think it's Emily Which Blunt, which was smart. Name. Yeah, and she's beautiful. You saw uh, Mike. You saw that movie, uh, Quiet Place. Mm-hmm. Him and his wife were in that movie. Can you not bring that up, bro? I swear that movie just—I cried so many tears, bro. They're coming out with like a yeah. prequel for that. I mean, they kind of had a prequel for that in the second one. Yeah, it was the prequel. The one, the second one was the prequel of uh, no, 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 no. The second one wasn't the prequel, but they had a prequel scene in the second one. Yeah, I thought it was this wait, one's oh about the first people to find the quiet storms. Oh yeah, yeah, Yikes. yeah. yeah. Oh shit. <coughs> <coughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Such a good. Movie. Did I talk about this last week? Did what? we talk about the Pushank? I don't think so. No. Okay. Start talking about it. I heard about this thing that they do in jail. Uh, It's called the pushing. I'm like pretty sure we talked about this. But uh, they cut a toothpaste and they fill it with piss, shit, and cum. And they seal it and then they threaten to shoot it in your face if you don't give in to the demands. Oh, you did not bring this super random, but no, we didn't. I know. You know know me and (laughs) got to have one poop related. (laughs) Got to. But yeah, I heard this thing. Like some guy was getting interviewed and he's like yeah you know we got the poo shanks and the guy's like wait what's that he's like yeah you just cut a hole or you cut the toothpaste empty it and then you fill it with poop piss (laughs) semen and then yeah you threaten to shoot it in someone's face or like you cut them and then you squirt it in their cut some ruthless ass shit that's ruthless i don't want to go to jail (laughs) ever yeah so if you're uh listening a kid from kentucky (laughs) shot your mother yeah this is what you have to look forward to. Watch out for the it. poo shanks. You deserve it. You think he'll get jam- he'll get, he'll get j- jail time for that? Yes, he's, he's twenty two years time. old. No, but I'm just saying. I I actually the only reason why I'm asking is just because of the. I mean, if his mom doesn't family. press charges, maybe that's what I'm saying. Like, but it doesn't matter. You broke the law. Like, I guarantee you, he's not like a registered gun owner. He probably just has the gun from somebody yeah. else. He's in Kentucky. Like a bunch of them people just get their guns from their friends and uncles and that's shit. That's easily you an got attempted murder. Guy from fucking Colorado. Or like. That, wouldn't that be like intentional? Not intentional. Whatever. I don't know. I mean, you shoot somebody, you're attempting to kill them yeah. usually. It doesn't matter if they press charges or not. I can't just shoot somebody with an illegal firearm. Yeah, I, that's why I was Yeah, I the sure. state will take over. Yeah. And it's it Kentucky, is. dude. Anything can happen, to be honest. Is that Mitch McConnell? Yeah, Mitch McConnell. It's fried chicken, bro. It's over. Mitch McConnell Colonel sent him a letter and said, good job. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what was like. You could be a senator. Second Amendment. Second Amendment. Don't let like that lady tell you what to do with your Xbox <laughs> controller. That you paid for. You. Yeah, go introduce him to Kyle Rittenhouse. Yikes. They'll be best friends. Jump on a podcast. Stay away from That kid Kenosha. fell off, bro. Like No one talks about him anymore. I thought last yeah. time I heard from him, he was like trying to get a petition time and sue LeBron James. And like, I haven't fucking I heard see him, him at like Republican events taking pictures with hot chicks. Yeah, like, the good dude job. in the wheelchair. Yeah. What's his name? The kid, the Republican kid. Oh, guy, the dude, dude, that guy's been taking L's. Um, Hawthorne, Hawthorne, Hawthorne. Yeah, something Hawthorne. Some Hawthorne. The one that got the gun on the plane. Yeah, yeah. And so he, he got, got <laughs> and it got leaked of a video of him humping his cousin or his friend. Well, he naked. snitched on his entire party. Naked, bro. You guys gotta hear this. So, what's his name? Some Hawthorne. Yeah. He snitched on his whole party because he was just like, yeah, a lot of these people invited me to orgies, and I went there to the orgy and i'm just like wow these are all like politicians like this is crazy i'm like damn dude because we know you're not going to democratic parties so you're going to republican parties you just snitched on your entire freaking aisle 
Like, yeah, all these motherfuckers go to orgies together, these old-ass men and women. That's freaking yeah, gross. Yeah, that guy's a loser. And then he, I was, we just talked about it, but he brought a gun. This is like the second time he's brought a gun to an airport. Um, and then video surfaced where he's been trying to defend that it's just locker room talk and just him and his boys. Uh, was a video that went viral that he was on top of his friend or cousin and just like humping the crap out of him naked. And it's, I bet it's. That was when his leg. <laughs> <laughs> no. He shut up, Mike. All arms, Mike. All arms. It was all arms. No, Girl he, pushing he, up. he. Is he really handicapped? Yeah. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. But he's just like, it's like, oh, it was just locker room talk. And I just remember just when he boys. got exposed because he never went to West Point and he was trying to say, like, oh, I went to West Point. I would have been an officer and I got injured. But he was, like, implying that he got hurt because of the military. Like, he's some type of hero. And everybody's sitting there looking at him like, dude, you got kicked out of West Point. Like, yeah, bro. What did he do to get hurt? I thought I thought he was uh, I thought he was handicapped. Honestly, I don't know much about I have it right now. Yeah, go ahead. Say it. Say it. Okay, so – in 2014, at age 18, Cawthorn was se- seriously injured while returning from a spring break trip to Florida. <laughs> always. It's always Florida. He was riding as a passenger in a BMW SUV when his friend fell asleep at the wheel. The SUV crashed into a concrete barrier while Cawthorn's feet were in the dashboard. Were on the dashboard. Oof. So he's just on some fuckboy activity. <laughs> just and he, like, he never overtly lied, but he would imply that he got injured like through military service and like he never would correct the and so people thought for like a year that this dude's like a war hero when Damn. he really got in a car accident on his way home from getting fucked up well and he tried to say that his friend left him to die in there and then his friend was like what the fuck i pulled you out oh how God. else did you get out of the car and then he was like oh i don't remember no, anything Dog, he's just a fucking liar. Like, he'll go take pictures with people with, like, checks from the government, right? Yeah. And he voted it. Like, he's out here telling people that they need to vote against all these bills that are going to get them money. But then he'll go take pictures with them as if he had a hand in them getting government assistance. I'm just like, this dude's just fake as fuck. I just don't like him. Yeah, and he also says He also got denied to the Naval Academy before his accident. There you go. So, there you go. So he's just a liar. Yeah, he's a liar. And... <laughs> He's just a liar, just like, like those, just, doing a just like those Supreme Court guys that just went in and said that they they stand by Roe v. Wade, but all of a sudden now they want to overturn it. Little liars, Kavanaugh, Barrett, the other, uh, what's his antique? What's his name? Alito. Yeah, all he got is fruit cakes. I, it's crazy though, too, because he said that he had a brain injury because he had to drop out of school at Patrick Henry College because he had D's, all D's, and he's like. Uh, suffering from a brain injury after the accident definitely, I think, slowed my brain down a little bit. Made me less intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Man, he's such a fucking liar, But bro. he's been taking so many L's, though. Meals he's been on wheels. L's, meals on wheels, looking. Damn. Feel, I do not Fuck feel sorry here. for that guy. One bit. We're just talking shit about this dude in a wheelchair. <laughs> he just started OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, no. Tap the market. Yeah. No. How about there ain't, no, there ain't a lane for you. You should make a new platform called Only Hands. Oh. <laughs> Damn, this is ruthless. <laughs> this or that. <laughs> Shout out to last week. I do not respect that guy one bit. <laughs> All right. Would you rather? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> would you rather be paraplegic? Oh, how? <laughs> Being dead ass serious right now. I, I We're on something. here. We're going this direction. Would you rather be a paraplegic, like with legs, obviously, or... A really famous blind musician. Damn, that actually is hard. Uh, a famous blind musician? I don't got to see these motherfuckers. I can feel. I can walk. Yeah, like a Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles type. So I'd rather be blind. Definitely the musician. Yeah. 
musician. Okay. Except I, be, I, I need someone I trust. I'm like, what are you loading into the bowl, my guy? You better not be cracked. <laughs> That's the only thing. I, I'm kind of on the fence with this one because on one hand, like, you at least you could walk and you're super famous and you got bread and stuff like that and you can listen and hear people talk. But like, you can't see. Well, like, that was beauty. You're so sight. dependent yeah. on everybody else around you. But you're dependent now because you're a paraplegic. Sort of, but you can still do shit yourself, you know? Like, you could drive. You can, like, go run errands. Driving is overrated. Can live your like you can live your life by yourself. You don't need a roommate if you're young, anyways. That's a good point. If you're yeah, blind, but you need a ramp everywhere. If there's no you ramp, everywhere got ramps now. It's not true. So many places have ramps. I don't know. You'll find all the places. It's a don't. tough one. <laughs> Charles Xavier does fine. His his damn thing floats. We'll yeah, have floating. Float. Tesla will invent a floating wheelchair here pretty soon. Probably. That'd be tight. Yeah, I'm going with blind singer. Yeah, I'll go with blind singer too. I just want to feel. You just want to feel? Yeah. Feel, don't If it's knees below, then we're cool. Oh, yeah, because I'm playing video games all day. If it's, like, waist down. Yeah, if you're blind, you can't play video games. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's depending on what kind of, like, paraplegic. Are you full, like, neck? Are you neck down? Because if I'm neck down, then, yeah, I'd be blind. No, like, waist down. Oh, then, yeah, then I'd be, I would do that. You ain't got your penis. Yeah, it's a no for me, dog. I got other. You people. saw the Ray Charles movie. This dude's like touching pe- females like wrists. Like, oh, she's I got hot. my nipples. That was his hot or not. He's yeah. like, <laughs> you didn't even hear what I said. Oh, she's bad. I got my nipples. She got a pretty <laughs> wrist. <laughs> Nipple hustle. Ow, she's hurt. I don't know how we got here. This is this I, where we're at though. This is where this or that. Uh, this or that. This or that. Uh, Sprite or Seven Up. Sprite. Sprite. Seven Up solid though. It seven is. Seven Up or Sierra Mist. Oh, Seven Up. For me. Oh, shit. Sierra Mist, I feel like, is more fragrant. Yeah, this is harder. Okay. I'm going to go 7 up. I think 7 Oh, well, too. close. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Coke, too. Absolutely. Pepsi's fine. But fire, I though. like cherry Pepsi more. Yeah. yeah. Then cherry but Coke. I'm allergic to cherries, so I'm just <laughs> I'm scared to drink either of them. I'll say this, though. The thing about Pepsi, I think it tastes better a little bit, but it makes your teeth feel like wood. That's what Coca-Cola does to me. Really? Yeah. I have the opposite with yeah. Pepsi. He brings up a good point because I love both, but the th- I pick Coke. But Pepsi, co- uh, cherry Pepsi is better than yeah, all this. Uh, all the Coke. side flavors for Pepsi are better. N- except for Vanilla Coke. Vanilla, vanilla Coke, Coke was fire. Oh, vanilla, fire. Dope. vanilla Coke yeah, yeah, yeah. was okay. amazing. For sure. Good that point. Good point. Okay, what about uh, A&W or Mug? A&W. A&W. A&W or Barks? From the draft. Can, can, I, can I, like, define that real quick? Yeah, A&W from the draft. From the draft, A&W is... With the first pick in the root beer draft. <laughs> <laughs> Stewart selects. With Barks? Oh, that Frank. A&W or Barks. Yikes. That, that actually hard. I love Barks. You know I'm a root beer guy, so... Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm I love Barks root beer. So, Barks? I don't know. What about Dad or Barks? Dad's is oh, good, too. Dad's is bomb. I haven't had Dad's root beer in a minute. But See, the fact that we can actually – it's have actually hard to pick which one's good because you got Dad's, you got Barks, and you got A&W from the draft. Man. I think I've and said this before, but the thing that flavors root beer, the root, sassafras, is what you make Molly from. Really? Yeah. Sassafras. Weird. Isn't that strange? I love root beer. I love root beer, too. I'll say this. Um, Molly fan. <laughs> the best root beer – Oh, wait, we didn't even answer this question. Fuck. Thomas Kemper? Thomas Kemper is good. But even though low-key, though, and it reminds me of, like, road trips because they have it at every truck stop, 
mugs for beer. Yeah. yeah. The dog on it. Yeah. It's reliable. It's always there. I think but it's because owned by Pepsi. Yeah. yeah. And here's the thing, though. Like, people that don't drink root beer think that these are all just different root beers and, like, they're similar. They're all distinctly they, different. They taste very different. I think root yeah. beer is, like, the one that you can tell what they're doing. It's, like, legit wine Anytime I go, do a, go out to eat at, like, a brewery, I always ask if they have a root beer on tap just because it's usually the f- most fire drink. And I don't like drinking beer with my fucking Root beer food. and draft, yeah. draft root beers. Mm. So good. Okay, what about – what about – Fanta or Crush? Crush. I'm a Crush guy. I love Crush. Crush. I think Crush too. I've, I drink more Fanta in my life, but every time I have Crush, I'm like, damn, why don't I drink this more? Well, Crush or Sunkissed? Ooh. Fuck. Sunkissed <laughs> Sun is really good. Sun kiss. All your guys' follow-up matchups have been really hard. Yeah, especially your root beer one. That one's hard. That was hard. Okay. Sunkissed or Crush? I honestly think they taste the same. That's just me. Like, those two actually had... No differences. Fanta has like the most sugar. Yeah, that's why I w- that's why I didn't pick Fanta because it gets real syrupy. But, but Sunkissed and um and Crush were like literally the same. Like they literally taste the same. I think Sunkissed is a little. B- it's a little more refreshing. Which the ones in Europe and like other nations that they don't let them put the fake shit in. Those ones look bomb as fuck. Also, uh, quick side note: every soda in Mexico is better than any soda in America. Yeah, Ooh. just tell you. Right they now. use cane sugar. Cane and sugar. Like, yeah. A waritos. So good. A waritos. Okay. All right, now we're going to go. Fire. We're really doing this with all the foods, but okay. Um, Taco Bell or Taco Time? Taco Time. Every day. I have to be honest with you. I love Taco Bell, but, man, Taco Time has never get done me wrong. I don't. I only like one thing from Taco Time, and I that one thing is better than all the things you can get at What's Taco What's your order time. at Taco Time? I get four crunchy chicken tacos. Yeah. Fire. Burritos, Those I mean. And then maybe some tots if I'm feeling it. If I get tots, then I'm doing one less burrito. Yeah. Nice. Makes and sense. then some ketchup because I love salsa americana. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That. So I love Taco Bell, but I can vividly remember every time I've had Taco Time, it's being good and not feeling like crap after. Yeah. And so it started in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. So I would have to choose it, which is really weird, but I would choose Taco Time or Taco Bell. I told this girl one time that the White Center Taco Time was the first Taco Time ever, yeah. which it wasn't. It wasn't. But, but yeah. She completely believed it, and I told her this when we were, like, 15, and then I saw her again when we were, like, 27, and she still believed it. Yeah, like, I go to the first Taco Time all the time. I was like, oh, I was just Denver. joking. <laughs> yeah, Taco Time is good. I was just trying to hype up White Center. Well, let me ask you, what is your – so, out of all of the flavors of Mountain Dew, which one is your favorite? Honestly, I don't really like Mountain Dew. I ain't Skip Bayless. Um, Makes sense. So, just the regular one. I mean, Code Red was the only one I can really remember. What about you, Mike? Do you My do favorite Mountain Dew, um, when they had the pitch black, the oh original yeah. pitch black, before they made it sour, yeah. it's like grape Mountain Dew. That one was really good. I really like that one. And I also like um, Live Wire. Yeah. The gr- that, actually com- that actually combated a lot with Sunkiss for me. Nice. It was Live Wire because it was orange, orange, yeah, yeah. it was orange soda. It was, ooh, so good. Nice so stew. in 62, the first Taco Time was opened in Tacoma. Also, it's in wa- it's Washington based. Yeah, that's what we said. <laughs> I thought I thought. But the first one in Seattle. Paci- no, he said Pacific Northwest. First one in Seattle was White Center. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm half right. No, so he said Pacific Northwest. I didn't know it started here. Interesting. It, Interesting. it they opened at the same time. Yeah. Okay. So it did though. Yeah. So technically, yeah. you weren't wrong. Dang, good job. White Center represent. 
Taco Time was fire. And that Taco Time was always fire. My fault, Sarah Schmidt. I was right. I was <laughs> lying, so I'm still wrong, but I was right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but Stu. What? Stu, you're wearing a, a Prince shirt right now. Come on. So here we go. Prince or Michael Jackson? Damn. Legends. Purple rain. Purple rain. Beat it. Yeah, I think I like more songs from Michael. I'm going to have to go Michael Jackson. And my favorite Michael Jackson actually is not a very popular song. What is it? Dirty Diana. What? <laughs> no, what I'm saying is it's not his, like. It's in his top five. It's not like the top song like Thriller, Black and White. There's other songs that's in beat front of it. it. Dirty but after all those songs comes Dirty Diana. But I'm just Smooth telling you, there's top, there's top five that go before it. That's what, like Dirty Diana was never really. Okay, good. what's your top five Michael Jackson songs? Top five? Oh, you want to? So Remember the Time was number one. No particular order, just what's your oh, top five? Remember the Time, uh, Black and White, Thriller, uh, Heal the World, and We Are the World. And he wrote the song, by the way. He wrote all of them. Okay, just make sure you knew that. And then Dirty Diana. And Quincy Jones. And Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones There's more, but I had to think about it. Give me a second. But just those five alone were already like. Hold me. Yeah. Oh, like that's all. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that's before that. Free Willy soundtrack, buddy. Yeah, we did that at our graduation. We did. My we senior did year. PYT. PYT. That's before Di- Dirty Diana. So, again, put your mouth. I like The Girl Is Mine with Paul McCartney. <laughs> I do. <laughs> hey, Paul McCartney was in town this week. What's the one yeah. they released when he died? Like, when they released the project? Uh, like the, um, he did that song. Um, it was Fire. Oh, man. It was such a good song. The one with Justin Timberlake? Yeah. Oh. Uh, that song was bad. We never, never felt so okay. good. Oh, so song good. was so good. That was a good song. Yeah. Um, uh, to the four stars, though. So now you look dumb now. There are way more songs that we could think okay, about before Dirty so Diana. What about Bad? That's a big one. I like that. I'm bad. I'm, I'm bad. bad. You know it. Well, I also like the Jackson 5's rendition of Killing Me Softly. That was fire. That was good too. That was fire. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his, re- his rendition of ABC. And the Smokey Rob song he did. ABC. Oh, I'll be there. No. But those all were not their songs, when though. When I found you, oh. I checked you, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my dear. Have oh, you guys no. seen that um, on Roku, they are doing a Weird Al Yankovic biopic? Are they really? And guess who's playing Weird Al? Will Ferrell. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe. Oh. <laughs> and he looks Filthy. That's like, really what? I was like, that's, that's Weird Al right there. And he's buff, too. I was that's like, like one, what the heck? The valley of the harvest my grain. <laughs> You're Weird Amish, Al. Harry. I Weird forgot Al. what what artist it was, but Weird <laughs> Al like, did a remix. Or, like, you know, Weird Al, one of these guys' songs. And the guy got so mad because he was like, Weird Al did it way better than yeah. I did. I was yeah. so pissed. I fucking hate it. I like Amish Paradise, bro. Can never forget. What or even the Star Wars one. A long, long time, time ago, in a, in a galaxy, galaxy far away, Naboo was under an attack. My, my, this here Anakin guy. <laughs> Maybe Vader someday later, <laughs> but, but he's, he's just, just a small fry. fry. He kissed his mom and Wait, he left his home, home and kissed his mama goodbye. Singing soon, I'm going to be a Jedi. Jedi. That's, 
was filthy, dog. I was like, I remember I put that on my MySpace, the whole music video. Mike used to sing some funny songs, like, and we never thought they were actual songs. We thought Mike made up. Remember when he did that one by the President of the United States? Oh, the Peaches. I remember when he said that line. I was like, bro, that's. Did you come up with that? Hell no. He's like, Peaches come in again. They were put there by a man. In a factory downtown. That bar reminded me of that Family Guy episode when Peter uh, was doing the ads for the uh, Hyundai and Subaru. And he's like, yeah. what do you say? New England Hyundai's and Subarus. We sell Hyundai's and Subarus. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like those the songs. Hit. Mike was the reason why I got into rock. I mean, Mike uh, was playing like Good Charlotte. I was like, boys don't... Uh, Boys don't like girls, girls like cars and money. Boys will laugh at girls when they're not funny. It's like I was like listening to Good Charlotte, bro. I was all here rocking out. I'll say this: the one song that I am not happy Michael showed you because it was right when you started playing the guitar. Oh, the Gorilla song. Dun 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 dun. Feel good. Song was fire. Dog, just that bass line everywhere. Yo, you played that in your fucking room for like two years. I was like, sitting here listening yeah, to him. Can you learn a new song? Wall in the camel's back. Oh, that song's fire. And then you started, you graduated and you started to play it with the soundtrack. And so all I would hear was the damn real song with you playing the, with the song. <sighs> the gorillas are filthy. Yeah, they are. You played just Sublime one guy. too. I played Sublime a little bit. Sublime a lot too. Because of Mike? I just got bad diarrhea. Another poop joke. Have you heard of, oh, have you heard of Sublime with Rome? Yeah, I saw them in concert. It's a little different. It's a little different. He's he's all right. It's not the same. Definitely not the same thing. Of course not. Bradley was a beast. He was a beast. Music was heroin was, like was more of a beast. I was actually talking about. <laughs> Yikes! Um, no, I was talking to a friend of mine, and we were talking about like, um, I mean, because the sphere of music we liked back in the day, well, you didn't like it. You hated it. But like back in those days, like with <laughs> rock, I mean, when it came to especially like punk. I liked rock. Yeah, like, like car, the old Madden playlists. Oh, I liked yeah. all those artists. Blink 182. Like, yeah. It was crazy because, like, you don't really hear that genre as much anymore unless it's, like, underground or not as, like, popular. I mean, people love Paramore now, but, like, oh, I'm just talking about, like, the 30 Seconds to Mars, like, the 30, uh, what do you call it? Sub, like Sum 41. Pop rock. Yeah, it was like yeah. pop rock. Like, Sum 41. Pop you have, punk. Like, My Chemical Romance, uh, Good Charlotte. All these are, like... Um, Hawthorne Heights, like all these like rock bands I lis- used to listen to, it they're like it's not even a thing now. But you know what's funny that you say that the one person that's trying to bring it back and it's pissing me off is Machine Gun Kelly. He's yeah. garbage. He's really Complete trying to co- to copy that style of music, and it just pisses me off every time he's on screen. I've met him. That's right. Tell him he's him. garbage. <laughs> weird, bro. He's a weird I dude. Mark he got P. Shout out Mark P. He yeah. Oh he yeah. uh, needed some weed when he was in Spokane, <laughs> and we hooked it up. Man. And got to like kick it with them after the show. Machine Gun Kelly had a broken ankle, mm. and then went on stage and did his whole set with a broken ankle and off your weed. And then came out, came back after the show was done, and he looked like he had the flu. I was like, ew. So what you're saying is you were the plug. I'm the plug. Mike was the plug. Was this? Oh, you were still in college. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this was super pre diss track. Yeah, so I, I got to meet a lot of cool people from uh, my roommate was a rapper in Spokane while we were in college and got a lot of and he got a lot of got to open for some cool people. We got to meet T Pain. That was cool. That's right. The Yin Yang twins. Uh, 
who else? Fuck, I don't even remember. Oh, uh, Mystical. Girl, you're looking good. Yeah, Won't yeah. you back that ass up? I smoked a blunt with Doro. <laughs> oh, that's right. Cream on the outside, clean on the yeah, inside. Yeah, Ice cream paint. He, uh, uh, he did? Yeah. Oh, shit. Wow. Shout out to Doro. I mean, thoughts and prayers to the family of Doro. That was a while ago he passed, though. Dang, yeah. Well, he only had one good song, so. Yeah. <laughs> so fuck it. Yeah, I'm just kidding. RP. He ain't Drake. <laughs> he ain't Kendrick. <laughs> just kidding. Well, yeah, he was like, I got paid 15000 to do this show. And there was eight people there. <laughs> I was like, damn, we had to pay to be here. That sucks. Should just let you guys in for free. Get your I bottle know. service. Right. I oh. think that's what makes me sad, though. Like, even like the newer rappers, like, um, did you guys see? You guys know who Smoke Perp? I think we talked about this, but like Smoke Perp. You guys know who Smoke Perp is? Yeah, yeah, we did talk about this. In yeah. This lame ass concert video. Like, dude, he had 10 people. Like, he's not even just him. It's like a lot of these, like, Rappers that were big at that time in 2019, 18, they're doing shows now. For, like, they have to go to colleges now just to get, like, at least a decent showing. So. I mean, yeah, you got to build your brand. You ain't got it. You ain't got it. You ain't got it. You need to hire some fools. To what's your guys' uh, to runs up? Just off the top of your head, what's one of your favorite movie soundtracks? Tarzan. Off the top of my head, Tarzan. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. Um. Into the Spider Verse, yeah, that one was fun. I liked Peacemaker's soundtrack. That one was hella funny. I didn't know so that the Peacemaker has the intro song. Do you really wanna? Do you really wanna test it? Yeah. I thought that was like an old ass song, right? It came out in like the two thousands. I was like, what? I I didn't know. I never heard of these guys. That's crazy. I have to say, I think on the top of my head, it'll be the Black Black Panther. The Black Panther. Oh, that was solid too. That was nasty. Kendrick Lamar. There were some other ones on there, but it was nasty. Yeah. It was a, I'm always ready for war again. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good song. Though. It was bad. Uh, who uh, what other s- movies have really good soundtracks? Um, a lot of Disney movies, like The Lion King. Yeah. Oh, of course. That's dope you brought up Tarzan, because that's the most. That's probably, yeah. Opinion. That's probably the most goated. iconic, too. Yeah, that's the goat. Yeah. It's Disney. Phil Collins went way too hard for a Disney movie. He did. It became his album. And the drum. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. I'm feeling coming in the air tonight. Oh, no. <laughs> but, yeah, he, that soundtrack is almost, like, more at the front than the actual movie is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the soundtrack actually leads the movie, which is Definitely. interesting. I will even go as far to say it made the movie. Like, it's just like those songs were perfect for every scene. I will say, because that's my favorite Disney movie is Tarzan. I will say. I also like a Goofy movie. Goofy movie's dope. With Tevin Campbell. Oh, Tevin Campbell. I find myself emotion. See, that's what I'm going to say, too. I feel like they both carried the movie. Because even with, like, when you think of goof- Goofy movie in a nutshell, like, taking out Powerline, it, like, but see, movie was low-key mid, if you were to think about it. With a Goofy movie, this... The soundtrack was supposed to be forward. Like, it was the driving force of yeah. the movie was him yeah. trying to get to the power get line to the concert. concert. Yeah. yeah. And so, but with Tarzan, that was so unintentional 
for him to just take over the movie like that. But also, Phil Collins was hot at the time, too. So Yeah, he was. I mean, he's always like been a great songwriter. I didn't even know it was Tevin Collins until way later in my life. Oh, I found out when I was in college. I was wait, like, wait. What? Tevin Collins or Tevin Campbell? Or Tevin Campbell. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally found Collins, out wow. in yeah. college that it was Tevin Campbell. Who's but Tevin Collins? I think I know somebody who's named yeah. him. Tevin Collins, yeah. I played yeah, we uh, know Spy, Tevin Collins. Spy Cooters. Yeah. No, but you mixed Shout out Tevin. Shout out to Tevin Collins. Shout out to Tevin Collins. But Also in Canto. I liked oh, Encanto's yeah. soundtrack. Not just the We Don't Talk About Bruno, but the Under Pressure one with the big yeah. buff chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trip, 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 trip. What was her name again? Well, I have to say then, I actually like um, Coco's soundtrack better oh, than Encanto. Oh, man. Canto. Yeah, the Coco's was Coco's fire. was fire. The, all the songs were powerful. Yeah, really I, I cried after every single one. Well, it's like crazy, too, because like with that, with that movie specifically, like all the songs were directed towards like the life of whatever character was singing it. And so, like, when they made up the character of, like, um, whatever the freaking superstar that they all, like, idolized. I mean, Remember Me was a song that he wrote. Remember but it actually me. became, like, a song, like, well, holy crap, the song's actually really good. Or, like, <laughs> We Don't Talk About Bruno has been was the top song in the world yeah. for, like, two months for yeah. some strange reason. I mean, same with Frozen songs. No, no, oh, yeah. no. It's because of the TikToks, too. Yeah. But Let It Go took over the planet for oh like a year God. and a half to two years. Oh, I still haven't seen that movie front to end because I always fall asleep. Let It Go. It's not meant for us. Honestly, I think that's the most gassed like Disney, Pixar, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, they hype the fuck out of it. Honestly, because when you watch it back, I think, and this is going to sound biased as fuck, I think Moana's way better than Frozen. It was. And I just like, when In you watch. In its entirety. Yeah, when you watch Frozen back, it's just kind of like, mm. This is a pouty-ass white girl. Like, I was up the mm. whole time during Moana. Like, I fell asleep a lot of times with, like, with watching. I have to say, though, Frozen 2 was actually really good. Like, I... Frozen 2 was dope. Was actually good. Like, even the whole, like, finding what was that, the sound, and then you finding out the sound was his mom, her mom calling out for her kids. Yeah, and she becomes, like, That freaking god. got me. I was like, oh, my god. <laughs> I was like, sheesh. Yeah, but it was crazy when they made Frozen the first time. And, you know, us, we're super on Earth. And so when I watched Frozen the first time, I was like, do they realize that they just made, like, a god character. And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, well, she's, like, making life. Like, with the snowman? I was like, yeah, she made a snowman, and he's, like, completely self-aware. And functional. Yeah. I'm like, she's like a god, bro. She's like a snow god. <laughs> I only, in a, like, I would say the Moana soundtrack, it was good. I mean, as us Polynesians, I mean, it, it was kind of cheesy in some ways. But, like, man, how can you beat out the song that Moana sings? Like, Matai Matai. All right, don't start. Don't start right now. That song gets me. That song is like the not even my favorite song in that entire. It's it's cute though, bro. It's pretty cute. Also, Mulan was fire. Yeah, I can't forget Mulan. Oh, yeah, like like ninety eight degrees was singing in that one. Oh, but now that we're talking about this, I think in in our lifetime, for me, the number one animated soundtrack, Prince of Egypt, in my opinion, it was bad because they had like they had so and Whitney Houston. Yeah, and a lot of them damn songs. Man. A lot of amazing artists, like, and even the cast themselves, the voice Boys actors. Boys Men was in it? Yeah. It was, that was an amazing soundtrack. Yeah, the, like, the Hebrew songs, the old Hebrew songs, and those soundtracks. <laughs> we had some good music back in the day, man. Like, really good, really good stuff back in the day. Well, it's interesting because, like, when we're talking about all these movies or music, the more modern the movie is, the soundtrack is just other people's songs. Yeah. Exactly. Actual songs off their albums. Not but Disney movies, though. But the, Yeah, but the so- movies we're talking about when we were kids, they wrote those songs for those Specifically movies. Specifically for you. Which is very interesting of a difference that we're talking about here. Which might be why those soundtracks have like carried with us longer. Yeah. You know? 
Hans Zimmer did a lot of the songs for A Prince of Egypt. That's right. Uh, and he's a beast. Like oh, he's God tier. <laughs> Any epic movie you ever watched? Dune. Dune. He like made new sounds for yeah. that movie. He's like, well, this is so far in the future. We need to make sounds that people haven't heard before. So he went to his friend, and his friend owned like a house that is it's it's an instrument itself. Like everything is playable. Yeah. Everything, and they just tweaked with sounds until they were able to like come up with like the spaceship sounds and stuff. So I was like, man, that's pretty tight. Him, Hans Zimmer, and John Williams, those two guys. I heard an interview with Hans Zimmer, and they were talking about what's the hardest part about being a composer. And he was like creating sounds because everything that you're doing, when you like make a sound, right? Your typical artist, you get into a, a mood where you're just making sounds that you've heard before. Right, so you just get caught up, and like you don't really think about that. But like, when you get in your head and you try to come up with a song, you're just making, you're just comparing it to other things you've heard that no, you like, right? Other jingles. Mm-hmm. But he was just like, yeah, just inventing music is just so weird. Yeah, because anybody can find inspiration and then just make a catchy song, right? Yeah, I mean that's what Justin Timberlake like lives off of. Right, most of his damn music is like other people's songs. But yeah, I mean I, you never really think about how hard that is that when you go to like people that we like, right? We talk about music this whole time, like Bruno Mars. All his shit is like 80s and 90s, like funk music. It's like that shit that's been played before, right? He's just updating it. Everything's sampled. Everything's sampled. Take a little piece of this and then add a little bit, and then boom, new. Yeah. As long as you clear your samples, you're good. Yeah. I mean, we spend a lot of this, like, this episode really talking about music. I feel like we should do, like, a cool segment, like, in the future, especially with the summer coming up. We should even talk about, like, bringing out an artist like Glendale or someone like we know. Maybe we can try to reach out to Macklemore or something. I don't know. That'd be dope. Be what, what? 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 He's actually pretty easy to get a hold of. <laughs> Glendale, for sure. It was like just an idea. I didn't really. Uh, there's an up-and-coming Seattle artist. His name is Dempsey Hope. Ooh. Yes. And Signed under uh, Columbia Records and is working with our boy Jay Crocker. Shout out to Jay Crocker. And We, uh, can, we yeah. can reach out to them. I didn't even know he was from Seattle, but I heard he did a cover to uh, Hey There, Delilah. Mm-hmm. That came out like two, three weeks ago, and I put it on the little playlist, and then I like looked at, and I was like, he liked the playlist that I put, that was on Instagram, and yeah. I was like, oh shit, yeah, one Dempsey of the artists liked it, and I was like, nice. oh wait, he's from Seattle, oh yeah. shit, let's go. Yeah, he works with our boy Jake Crocker, and it's pretty nice. he's, he makes some good music, makes some really good music. Dempsey Hope, check him out on Dempsey Spotify. Hope. Shout out to Jake Crockpot, our boys. Yes sir, yes sir. Yeah man. What else you guys got this week? Shoot, just moving, man. Well, I'm excited. I'm moving to Black Diamond, Washington. I'm going, you know, I'm going to Trump Town <laughs> in the state of Washington. Washington. Jeez. but it's gonna be cool, man. Just spend a lot of this week um, moving, chilling. I'm gonna have the boys over. We'll like have a little dinner, maybe even record a little bit. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, that's all I'm planning to do. Got a pretty busy summer. What about y'all? What are some things? <laughs> we are in the middle of May now. Coming this weekend, we'll be in the middle of May. So, like, what are some plans for the summer? A lot of weddings. A lot of weddings. A lot of weddings. Must be nice. I'm just kidding. I guess. <laughs> yeah, you know, got a uh, homie Aiko's wedding at the end of June. And then the first week of July, there's another wedding. And then in August, there's another wedding. So, just a lot of weddings. Um, going to the bachelor party in Alaska in, like, two weeks, three weeks. That'll be fun. I get to fly on a six-person plane. Woo! 
Six oh my, play. six person play, what a yeah, stud. It's an experience, I'll tell you that much. Flying first. You class. will feel all the turbulence. Yeah. <laughs> Up in the sky. Jeez, what about you, Jay? What you got to plan for this summer? Um, I it's mean, a white boy summer. I don't know. A couple of vacations kind of in the works. I know just conversationally. I was trying to go to Disneyland this summer. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I feel it. Yeah, I don't really have – wor- I'm working all summer, so I really don't have really that much time to go vacation or anything. But I know for sure in the fall towards, like, December-ish or towards, like, the winter a little bit of the beginning, I want to go to New York. Spend a week there. Experience a little Christmas time over there. I would rather go. So if I was going to go during the holiday season to New York, definitely like the first week, second week of December. Yeah. I I want to stay away from like the Christmas season in New York. Yeah. I mean the whole month is fucking swamped, but I don't want to be there. Towards the tail till the, like the beginning of it. And then New Year's Eve, I heard some horror stories for New Year's Eve in New York. Well, Chuck can tell us. <laughs> okay. Because yeah, you can't leave apparently. Yeah. So once you get into Times Square, you have to stay there. So people wearing diapers and shit. Yeah. Don't even have like urinals for people. Ew. Hey, talk. Uh, hey, and it's like, bro, we should think about it though. If we like, if you guys are down, we could go over like to New York and <laughs> go record in like an Airbnb over there, and do a podcast over there. About to come over, Chuck. Watch out. Here we come. Taking over. That'd be kind of cool. I just want to go to New York. I've always loved. Um, I was planning on going to New York in 2020, but obviously, with COVID, like it's I couldn't. So yeah, the the COVID that all of us probably have now because of our exposure to you. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm perfectly fine, man. Get out of here. Watch it. I can get that negative test today. You did a P, like a rapid test, though, right? Yeah. And it came back negative? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You almost forget about it now, you know? It's been so long. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, people, people no, still there was negative. getting in COVID. Shit. But yeah. So, you got any shout-outs, Mike? Mike Keezy? Uh, let's see. Shout-out to... Shout out to my boss for letting us record here. Wonder Walker, if you Wonder guys Walker. haven't heard, it's the best dog harness. I can't even talk. It's the best dog harness on the market. Very nice. really is. I, I will attest to that. My gifted me with two from my pups, and it's been amazing. One of my dogs has really sensitive armpits, and so I was able to get pads, <laughs> <laughs> pads for it, and it worked perfectly. So Wonder Walker is amazing. Shout out to your boss for letting us be in here. Um, huge shout out for me is to keep thoughts and prayers to my boys. Um, Doug, Alberto, and Josh, they're jumping into this Chipotle Apex Legends tourney. 150 grand is the total of the prize. Come on. Um, they're probably not going to make it, but, um, because they're just, it's pros are playing. You're so a man of little faith. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's a pro tournament, so it's going to be like. Any given Sunday, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But you shout out to my boys, Alberto, fire. Doug, and Josh. Good luck on your guys' tourney. Get some clips. Rooting for you. Whoop, whoop. Apex Legends. Okay, Jay, you got any shout-outs? No, thank you, guys. All right, excellent. Well, I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Everybody have a great week. Um, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Let us know if you want us to talk about anything. You can easily message us on our Instagram. And, yeah, you know, we probably have a lot of stuff to talk about. Hopefully, we can 